0: This is the Peace Building with Dr. Pollock show. You too can be a caller on our show to get free coaching and advice on a workplace conflict you're experiencing. Email us at podcast at Now let's take a caller. Lily, welcome to the show. How can I help you today?
1: Hi, thanks for having me. Yes, I'm just calling in because I've been having some problems at work with my boss, and I was hoping that you could offer some good advice on how to approach this situation with her.
0: Okay, sounds good. What's going on?
1: Well, for starters, I am somewhat new with the firm that I work with. I work in the human resources department of a national law firm, and I started off as a file clerk. I was very young. I was only 18 years old, and within the last two and a half years, I worked my way up to be my boss's direct assistant. So I went from being a file clerk to one of the main administrative assistants for her Very quickly, and that really upset a lot of people who had been there for a long time. Mm. And so I've kind of been dealing with a lot of just kind of bullying a little bit at work with some of the other people who are a little older than I am, who are, you know, upset that I worked my way up so quickly. But not only that, my boss she herself can be a little bit micromanaging and a little scatterbrained. Mm -hmm. And now I have become her personal assistant and not just an administrative assistant. So there's kind of some boundaries that have been lost there and I just don't really know how to approach her about everything I'm dealing with in the office lately.
0: (laughs) Okay. So, yeah, so there's a couple of things here. So, so let me just understand, did she hire you outside of the office to, to do things for her personally?
1: She did not, no. I'm still, my title is still administrative assistant and she refers to me as her direct assistant. And okay. that has become a little bit more personable than I think the job description entails, which I think also makes some of the other employees upset.
0: Would you say that you have a pretty good relationship with her even though she's a little micromanagey?
1: I do, yeah. I think that's how I was able to work my way up so fast. Like She trusts sure. me and she knows that I do a good job. And I'm not shy about staying around for overtime and stuff like that. But I feel like in the last year specifically, she just little by little takes more and more advantage of the fact that I'm so young and willing.
0: <laughs> uh, so you're, you're having trouble setting boundaries around, mm-hmm. around what you're being asked to do or how long you're working. Is that right?
1: Yeah, that's, okay, so I that's, think that's the root of the main problem, yes.
0: Okay, so that's one problem. The, there's another problem in there. You said there was micromanaging?
1: Yeah, the micromanaging for sure. She micromanages everybody, so that's kind of just her personality, oh. and I'm accustomed to that. I think the secondary issue that's more the, like the next thing I need to tackle is the fact that the other employees don't really like me too much.
0: <laughs> how, ma- how many employees are there that, that you feel like you don't have a good relationship with?
1: There's five.
0: There's five of them, and all of them you feel like are – they don't. They treat you in a way where it just doesn't sit right with you.
1: Yeah, they're definitely a a clique. They've been there for mm. many years. They're they're much older than I am, so I think there's some entitlement there that there they a, felt.
0: Is there one person that you would consider like the kind of the leader of the clique?
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: When conflicts start to happen with groups, it's really important. In my experience, it's been really important to start with the leader. Now, it could be a formal leader or an informal leader. So in this case, starting, number one, obviously, with your boss and tackling that issue, but then also starting with the leader of the clique. So there's been a lot, I mean, did you ever have a good relationship with these folks before you were promoted?
1: I did, yes.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: When I was just a file clerk, everybody loved me. It was as soon as I worked my way up to an administrative assistant that I was starting to get a little bit of the side eye from some people, but it's predominantly been within the last year when I started doing more personal assistant type things for my boss. Like, for instance, yeah. we live in the same city, so we sometimes will carpool. And the, I know the other ladies definitely don't like that. I try for her. So
0: there- <laughs> they're noticing probably a favoritism or something and they're getting jealous and they're upset about it. So let's talk about that issue first. So have you tried anything yet in terms of rebuilding the trust or rebuilding the relationship with any of those folks in the clique?
1: Not necessarily. I mean, I'm very cordial and I say good morning to everybody, even though, you know, they don't necessarily say it back. I, I, you know, I try to walk in the office and be confident, but I haven't actually sat down with anybody and asked them, you know, what, what is your problem with me or I, anything like that. I just don't really know how to approach that.
0: Yeah. Would you be willing to? Are you willing to put in the effort?
1: I think so. I feel like it would make me enjoy my job better if I knew uh, people didn't dislike me.
0: <laughs> what about this idea? You ask that the leader of the clique privately to maybe get lunch one day or get coffee one day and you just have a moment of vulnerability with her and say something to the effect of ever since I moved over, I've I've noticed that, you know, people don't seem to like me as much. It's really upsetting to me. I really want a better relationship with you all. I don't know what I did or what I can do to make this better. Like, how do I get back into the good graces with you and, and with the others? Like, what do you think I need to do? I'm This is really upsetting me. So letting her know that you really care about the fact that they, because they're, I mean, it's like they can gossip all they want, but probably it might feel frustrating to them if they don't think that their frustration is affecting you at all. If they know that you're also feeling a little upset by this and that you also care enough to have this conversation to let her know that, hey, I'd like to, I'd like to be in your better graces. You know, maybe that will lower her guard a little bit, and maybe she could she'll talk to you and tell you what she or the others would need to hear from you or see from you or what they want to know. And maybe there's some opportunities to be around them more and build a relationship. So I think it's just I think having at least as, as a starting point, having a personal moment of vulnerability and asking for some help, asking for some support from that person that leads the click, could be a good first start. Could be helpful. Do you, do you think you'd be open to doing that?
1: I definitely would be because I, I had good relationships with these people before. So uh, I'm hopeful that we can get back to that. It's just, yeah, it's just been a very awkward last couple months. So I can yeah. definitely try sitting down and talking with the leader of the group and seeing okay. if she's willing to let her guard down a little bit.
0: <laughs> yeah. Just, just don't go in accusing her of something, telling her she did something wrong or bad. Don't do any of that. Just go in and And tell her what you notice and what you're feeling and that it's upsetting you and show her your vulnerability, show her that you're not there to tell her what she's doing wrong or bad, but that you're just wanting some support from her. Okay. So that's the one. Now on your boss side, you're having some trouble setting some boundaries. Are you willing to set some boundaries? Is it possible to set boundaries without her getting super upset?
1: That I don't know, but I feel like it's in my personal best interest to set some boundaries because I'm just, I'm working like crazy. Yeah, And now I carpool her and she, like I said, she's, she can be a little scatterbrained. She has no sense of time management. So mm. she'll take an eight hour day and make it a 10 hour day. And when I carpool her, that becomes like a 12 hour day for me because oh, we do no. commute like an hour back and forth and that's why we carpool. Oh, and so, yeah, it's a lot. And I guess where I have a hard time setting the boundary is that I am paid very well and I am very young so I'm making very good money for how old I am. But yeah, I feel like I feel like just a lot of the work that we do could be done in a regular 8-hour day, but she just loses track of things or she's just putting the wrong tasks as a priority and as a result, I get stuck kind of picking up all the pieces and even though I may have picked up all the pieces and finished my work for the day, she'll still be in the office, just kind of lingering around. And I'm Mm. just twiddling my thumbs waiting for her to say, let's go, because now we're each other's ride. (laughs) So yeah, it's, it's just, it's getting a little personal. It's getting to the point where I need to set some boundaries for myself because. Okay.
0: Can I ask, so if, if there were two to three, just to start two to three things you would change to set boundaries, what would those two to three things be like actionable changes?
1: I think the first would definitely be to try to tackle the fact that the time management is not the greatest, and I would maybe want to offer her some ideas or some help on how to time manage the day better so we're not having to work so much overtime every single day. It'd be different if it was like once a week we were staying that long, but it's literally Monday through Friday.
0: (laughs) Okay, but you presenting something to her and having her have to change something, very unlikely to work. Okay. That's not in your control. What is in your control is what? You determining whether you carpool, you determining what time you leave. And if she doesn't leave with you, then she can take an Uber. I mean, those are things in your control. I know they sound maybe a little harsh, but those are the kinds of things that you can absolutely tomorrow make a change with if you wanted to.
1: Okay. Yeah, that so, does sound like something a little difficult for me to say to her, but you're right. You're, you're totally right.
0: And the problem is is that if you're young and you're being paid well, and she's noticing that she can kinda push your boundaries and she's taking advantage of that, it's not gonna change until you set a boundary. And the thing is with setting boundaries with anybody that gets used to flexible boundaries and you start setting firmer boundaries, initially a lot of times they will be disappointed or maybe upset or something, but you have to know that this is right for you regardless of who gets disappointed. And in the process of setting those boundaries, you can have a conversation so that you can really set expectations with her and you don't have to just do it out of the blue. So you can come to her and say, you know, I love working for you. You know, I respect you. I really, I love this job, you know, whatever the positives are. But here's the thing, I'm noticing a couple of things here that feel unhealthy for me. And I need to start making a change. Number one is the the amount of hours I'm working. It's just, it's too much, especially with the carpooling and the drive. I really need your support in changing this and here's what i'm proposing that i do xyz so something like that where you start out with a positive again a moment of vulnerability where you tell her you need her help you need support because this isn't healthy for you and here are some of the changes you'd like to make and then you can hear her out what are your concerns with those changes okay those are your concerns let's talk about how to address your concerns and my concerns so that we're both getting our needs met do you think you could have that type of conversation with her
1: definitely yeah I think I can. I I think it's definitely time that I have that conversation with her. So yeah. I'm I'm eager to do it.
0: Okay. And this is, listen, this is good practice because she's a great teacher for you because in life, you're going to have to set boundaries with other people inevitably. And this is a great practice for you to do this right now for yourself.
1: Thank you. I I mean, I, I definitely respect her and she's definitely helped me grow so much within the company. So I don't want to tarnish that relationship, but I definitely need a set of boundaries. So I'm going to definitely make it a point to have this conversation with her ASAP.
0: Okay, good. And tell her all that, tell her that you respect her, tell her that you don't, this is uncomfortable for you because you don't want to hurt the relationship at all because you really value it, but you do need to set boundaries. Like tell her all that, be vulnerable with her. And then she, and hopefully she can, she, she will have a moment where she doesn't get defensive, but all, but actually like sees you as someone coming to her for support and then she can hopefully support you.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Well, thanks so much for coming on, Lily. I appreciate it.
1: Yes, Hopefully no problem. Thank you thank you so much for the advice. It was very helpful.
0: Good. Well, thanks, Lily. Good luck. Thank you. Hey, thanks for tuning into the Peacebuilding with Dr. Pollock show. Don't forget to subscribe to my channel for more workplace conflict advice. Share on social media if you think your friends and colleagues would benefit from this episode. And if you have a workplace conflict and want to be a caller on our show, for free coaching and advice, please email podcasts at PollockPeacebuilding.com. Thanks.